いいけんの山さんはいこの島は日本だよアメリカ軍艦砲射撃したら最後まで喧嘩しろはい Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. And no, you did not click on a Japanese World War II podcast that's all about Bushido and the samurai spirit. I was doing an imitation of this movie, Letters from Iwo Jima, that I just watched. That was absolutely fantastic. If you guys haven't seen that, I strongly suggest you check it out. It's a Clint Eastwood movie. And Iwo Jima was an island in World War II that the Americans took from the Japanese. In order to have a base where they could land their big planes that were going to do bomb runs on Japan. So, that little bit that I was talking about there was basically an officer telling his subordinate that this island is Japan and you got to fight until death to protect it. And then he's like, hi, which is the way they say yes. You know, you guys probably know that hi means yes in Japanese. So, I thought it was pretty awesome. God bless. My Japanese is getting so bad. Unfortunately, I had to read a lot of the subtitles on that. I'm really starting to forget my Japanese, which is pathetic, but God, that movie was good. I really suggest you check it out. And you know, this podcast today is all about protecting the masculine responsibility of you as a fucking man is to protect. And though the Japanese were our enemy in World War II, they too were men just like you and I are. They too wanted to protect their homeland, wanted to protect their families, and they were willing to die. For their cause. And you know, that's the way it is with all enemies that we have. And sometimes when you have this perception, it's kind of hard to hate the enemy as much as it is to want to protect your family and protect your homeland. And I mean, everybody is fighting for what they think is right. You know, I heard this thing about the Taliban, and no way do I agree with what the Taliban do. In a lot of ways, I think they're absolute douchebags, especially what they do to women and children. But there's an interesting thing where the Taliban really likes to watch Star Wars and they think of themselves as the alliance, like the Luke Skywalkers, those people fighting against the empire, which is the United States. And when you look at it from that perspective, it's kind of surprising, isn't it? Like, whoa, they really think that way. They're not just evil people. I mean, they do a lot of evil things, especially ISIS, the Taliban, don't get me wrong. But a lot of times your enemy is just a guy like you are and he's trying to protect his family, his tribe. And look at like the Apache fighting against the Comanche, right? They're basically very similar tribes who wanted very similar things, but they went against each other because masculinity protects, masculinity wants to fight. And this is why we, as children, and I'm sure you did this just as much as I did, we play army, we play with GI Joes, we sword fight, we dream of the day that we can go to war to protect the princess, right? And win her favor. I mean, that's literally installed in our DNA. And what I want to talk about today is how to nurture that, how to leverage off of it, not only to make yourself more confident, but to also make yourself more successful in life and perhaps more importantly, make yourself more attractive to women. Before I jump into the content, I want to ask you guys again if you could please leave me a review. The reviews have slowed down a little bit, which hurts so bad deep inside of who I am, but I know if I just ask for them again, They'll start rolling in. And I'll tell you what, you boys in Great Britain, you've been holding it down, fellas. You've been really doing a good job. I logged on to Chartable last night and all these Great Britain reviews came in. And I was like, my boys over there. 
in Great Britain. I really do appreciate you guys. Really want to travel over to Great Britain because I'm a big fan of the Premier League. I absolutely love soccer. Oh, I'm sorry, football. I absolutely love football. So one day I'll get over there and I do appreciate you boys over there helping me out. So boys in Australia, boys in Canada, United States, let's pick it up. If you find value in my content, and of course, listen to it first, I'd very much appreciate a review. Email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I will send you a bunch of cool shit. The Conversation Sniper, Guide to the Female Orgasm, and Three Texts to Build Massive Attraction in Women. I'll send you a bunch of videos, smack you on the ass, and I'll get your name tattooed right along the side of my penis. All right, gentlemen, so let's go ahead and jump right into the content. I want to begin this episode with a story about this six-year-old American boy named Bridger Walker. He was over at his friend's house, and this big pit bull, I think it was, was about to attack and kill his sister. So he did what any man should do. He stood in front of his sister and got his face torn up so bad that he needed 90 stitches. He saved his sister's life, and when he was interviewed after, he said this, if someone had to die, I thought it should be me. <laughs> you guys, think about that. This kid, six years old, this six-year-old boy, already brimming with masculinity, saved his little sister's life by jumping in front of an attacking dog who basically ripped his face. The kid looks like Joker. He's got a big old slash all along his face, which has now been sewed up. And he said, if someone had to die, I thought it should be me. <laughs> That's masculinity. And I want to dedicate this podcast to our boy Bridger Walker, though he's six years old, though he's younger than us, we too can make him our hero because that kid is an absolute hero. Bridger, this one's for you. So masculinity protects. It's in your instinct. It's why you play war as kids. It's why you train to fight. It's that instinct inside of you that when you meet a girl, when you have a family, you look at your hands and you say to yourself, these hands are here to protect you. I will do anything to protect you. And you dads out there, you especially know what I'm talking about. I would die for my daughter, just as I know that you guys would die for your sons and daughters. I know you would. I would gladly step in front of a truck. In fact, part of us, and you have to admit this to yourself, kind of wants to do that, don't you? You kind of would like to die in honor of your child. That ultimate sacrifice that all the warriors that have ever fought throughout history had also beating in their own hearts. They wanted to die for their tribe. They wanted to die for their country, die for their woman, die for their kids to protect them. That's your duty as a man. And in today's society, it's been absolutely seeped out of us. It's been completely drained from who we are. And all we are now is a bunch of beta cucks who want to avoid fighting and want to avoid masculinity and avoid testosterone and offending people and trigger words and all these pussy ass cultural phenomenons that are derivative of femininity. Masculinity wants to protect. Masculinity wants to lead. And it's your job as an unapologetic alpha silverback to lead your tribe into success, to protect them from other people who'd want to do you harm. And how do you do that? How do you protect? Well, first and foremost, by training, training to protect. What are you doing, bro? What are you doing to protect either your family now, your kids now, some of you have wives right now, your wife, or even your future family? Are you a skinny, little, weak beta cuck who walks around afraid of everything and you hope you can just talk your way out of it or hope in the worst case situation you can run away? Is that really up to your standards that you hold yourself deep in your subconscious mind that tell you how to be a man? I mean, I'm challenging you right now, man. I wanna know, can you protect? 
Can you protect yourself? Can you protect others? When you have a family, can you protect them? Or are you hoping that the police are going to protect them? Are you hoping that society is sane enough that you won't have to be put in a place where you have to protect them? I'll tell you, all confrontation, when it dissolves to its lowest level, what does it dissolve to? Physical confrontations, doesn't it? I even saw this YouTube video the other night where a judge and a court-appointed attorney got into a fist fight because they got into an argument. So my personal philosophy on the matter is it's your job as the man to protect, to provide, and to preside over your family. Protect is the first P. What are you doing to train yourself to protect your family and your loved ones? If you're out with a friend and somebody kicks his ass, would you dive into the fray and protect him? Do you have training to do that? Have you ever been laid on by a 300-pound man who will not let you go? This happens all the time in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. For you boys who do jiu-jitsu, you know what I'm talking about. Somebody laying on you, somebody choking you from behind, somebody having your arm where they can literally break it, and you know that they could have killed you, and the only reason they let you go is because they're civilized and you tapped out. But that guy on the street who's trying to rob your car, that guy who tries to rape your wife, that kid who comes along and tries to rape your daughter, are you going to have the skill set to be able to protect her, to be able to protect your family, and probably most importantly, to be able to protect yourself? A lot of you guys have to answer no to that question, and I too had to answer no to that. Until I had a talk with one of my best friends who told me the story of how some psycho drug-induced homeless guy broke into his house and started threatening him and his wife, and he couldn't do anything about it. So what did he do the day after he enrolled in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Got his blue belt, now he's doing Muay Thai, and he feels like if that were ever to happen again, he could protect himself. So the first point of this, and there's more points than this to come, is do what it takes to protect both yourself, your family, as well as your loved ones, whether that's training in martial arts. Obviously, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is what I strongly suggest. I've talked to many people about this, have researched the shit out of it, in my opinion, for self-defense, by far the best martial art to learn. The first one to learn is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and then you move up to boxing or Muay Thai. That's my personal opinion. Other ones are effective as well. So my thought is, first, train in martial arts. Next, have firearms on you. I talked about this in the mass shooting episode that I'd rather have and not need than need and not have. And that's my responsibility to protect my family. And that's why I do that. Not only does training how to fight raise your masculinity, it also seriously boosts your confidence. I didn't realize how unconfident and insecure I was around other men until I got my ass into martial arts and started training. First of all, you significantly overestimate your ability to protect yourself. You significantly do. I know anybody who doesn't know how to fight, who hasn't been trained in the way of like martial arts, boxing, high school wrestling, anything like that, you significantly overestimate what you can do. You just think, oh, I'll just throw a haymaker. I'll knock him out. Everything will be fine. I'm strong. I have muscles. I work out all the time. I can protect myself. Bro, a lot of the times it has nothing to do with strength. It has to do with technique. As the Brazilians say, technique over strength, right? And that's because when you roll on the ground with somebody who knows jujitsu, I don't care if she's a 90-pound freaking girl, which has happened to me. She has submitted me. I have been choked out by a tiny little high school girl who was a purple belt. Now, a lot of you guys are thinking, dude, what a pussy. This guy got his fucking choked out by a 90-pound high school girl. Yeah, and you would too if you don't know how to grapple, if you don't know jujitsu. 
That's how effective it is. And that's why I strongly suggest it. So it raises your testosterone, raises your masculinity. You become way more confident. Like walking around in the CD area now, I'm so much more confident. I know I can handle myself. And that gives you a lot of confidence that not only translates over to guys, but it also translates over to women. Women get more attracted to you. Your testosterone goes up. You walk around with your head held higher. Your body language is a lot more exposed. It's a lot more vulnerable because you're not protecting yourself from the threat of a distant attack. You just feel more comfortable in your skin and consequently, women get more attracted to you and you get more success in life. I think it's a necessary part of being a man is to train how to protect, to think about the security around your house. Think about what would I do if a mass shooting happened? Think about what would I do if somebody attacked my family? What would I do if somebody hurt my daughter? What if somebody tried to stalk Marissa, which I don't want to get into it, but that's happened before. What if somebody did X, Y, Z? Am I able to? Have I done the training? Have I invested in myself to be able to protect myself and my loved ones? And if you haven't, in my opinion, it's your job to do so as a fucking unapologetic man. All right, my next tip is going to be a little bit counterintuitive, but you also have to protect others from yourself and you have to protect others from your malice, your pride, and your ego. And what I mean by that is a lot of times our words can hurt especially women. A lot of times we can do a lot of damage when we are trained to protect. A lot of times when you become the sheepdog, which means you are the one protecting the sheep, you can hurt the sheep inadvertently because as your confidence goes up, as your frame goes up, as your strength goes up and your ability to hurt people goes up, you will hurt people and you can hurt people. So your job is not only to protect people that you love from those people who threaten them, but also protect them from you. Protect them from your malice. Protect them from your insulting words. Protect them from your rage. Be disciplined. A man does what he has to do, and he uses discipline to monitor those parts of himself that come from the feminine energy, which is insults, reacting out of emotion, being a spaz, insulting your woman in a time of weakness. This is what a weak man does, somebody who doesn't protect his family does. There are things about the woman who you are going to marry that are going to annoy the fuck out of you. I guarantee it. It's true across all men. There is no perfect woman out there for you. You have this illusion that there's this solid 10 with the perfect personality. You guys are going to fit together like lock and key. There's going to be no problems. That is an illusion. Even my girl, who I got through probably opening about 20,000 different women, dating thousands and thousands of women, the girl who I settled down with, Marissa, there are things about her I don't like, okay? 99% of the things I absolutely love and 100% of the things I accept, but it doesn't mean I love every single thing about her. But I do her the justice of focusing on what's great about her. I do her the justice of not bringing up those negative things about her. I do her the justice of not insulting her friends that I don't like because she's super social. She has people here all the time. I keep my mouth fucking closed because my job as an unapologetic man is to protect her, yes, even from myself. And now this goes into my final point. Your job is to protect yourself from energy vampires, from negative people, from people who are cynical, victims, and who only want to bring you down. Part of being an unapologetic alpha male is the ability to say no, to surround yourself only with those people who are going to bring you up and to cut out those people who bring you down. And when you say no, let it be a high quality no, a non-reactive no, a no that comes from your intention 
to be an unapologetic man who isn't going to sway his own morals, his own desires, and his own discipline in order to accommodate the feelings of others. And what I mean by that is this, if somebody is taking you down, have the courage to say no, have the courage to walk away from them, and have the courage to protect both you and your family from their toxic energy. This is such a common phenomenon among men that I don't think gets addressed enough, but so many men are just living a life to appease others, to make others happy. It's the old, I hate my mother-in-law, but I go to her house every Saturday night to eat dinner because I don't have the courage to tell her no. Now, of course, you need to protect her from your malice, but you can still have a high quality no that is non-reactive and not insulting and is also true to yourself. So while you're protecting others, while you have the discipline to shut your mouth and to protect others' egos, to protect others' feelings, especially your woman, at the same time, and there's always balance in life, you need to be able to tell those people no who are draining your energy. Because ultimately, and I'm going to do a podcast about this in the future, you are number one. You have to be number one. Your life, your pride, who you are has to be the most important thing to you because when you protect yourself from the toxicity of others, from doing shit you don't want to do, from your fear of saying no to people who want to take your time and energy, when you protect yourself from that shit, you are a better protector to those who really are worth your time. Your girl, your family, your kids, your parents, your best friends, these are the people you need to protect, not only from others, not only from yourself, but also on the element of keeping yourself clean from the toxicity of others. All right, boys, so this has been a deep dive into what it means to be a protector, what it means to be a man, what it means to be an unapologetic alpha silverback. And again, if you're not doing what it takes to learn how to protect you and your tribe, I strongly suggest you enroll into whatever martial arts academy you feel like enrolling in. Hell, even if you want to buy a gun and get a concealed carry and learn how to train tactically, I think that's a good idea too. Because again, it's better to have and not need than need and not have. And that even comes to your martial arts skills. I hope I don't have to use my Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but I'll tell you what, if somebody kicks down my door looking for drugs, which is exactly what happened to one of my best friends, I'm very confident that I have the ability to detain him and keep him from harming my family until the cops come and take him away. That's my duty as a man. All right, gentlemen, I do appreciate listening to this. If you found value in this podcast, I would very much appreciate that review. Once again, email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I will send you a bunch of cool shit. I drop podcasts on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, so please stay tuned for the next one and I will see you in the next episode.